We recently got asked a question inside of the Product Boss Mastermind in one of our hot seat calls that the question was, I would like to brainstorm ideas about the best ways to capitalize on Father's Day as it's coming up and I want to get in front of it. I feel like last year did not go as well as I had hoped, but I'm not really sure why. And now as we supported this masterminder in that question inside of the mastermind, I wonder to ask all of you. Do you ever have questions like this? So if you are making $250,000 to multi-million dollars a year, I'd love for you to consider the Product Boss Mastermind because at this stage in your product business, you are looking for high-level strategy, support, and a group of people who get it and encourage you to go after those goals you've only dreamed of. Now, the Product Boss Mastermind is where industry-leading multi-six and seven-figure product bosses scale connect and thrive inside an exclusive community for multi-six and seven-figure product bosses. So if you're interested in getting an application in, head to theproductbossmastermind.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sitev, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my super fun co-host, Mina Kunlositep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. All right, friends. So we are just coming back on the heels of our in-person event that we had with our masterminders. Our masterminders in the Product Boss community, they are making over $250,000 a year in revenue, all the way up to $5 million in revenue. That's the current group right now. We've had masterminders in there that have made 15, 20 million in revenue. Um, but right now that that's kind of the range. So we were so honored to spend several days with them in Scottsdale, Arizona. And we wanted to kind of just come and share our takeaways, the experience, and hopefully share some of this with all of you. So you can get excited about getting out there, being in person with people, connecting with like-minded people and, and feeling supported the way that they did. Yeah. I mean, it was only a week ago, not even that we were with them. So we are really coming off the heels of it, which is great because, you know, like we like to tell you, you audit the things that, you know, you do in your business to see what are the takeaways, what are the gems, what are the things that went really well, the things that didn't go as well, and you're able to move forward in such a, a way of clarity, you know? So um, it was, there was nothing that we can say that was bad about it, to be honest, though. It was only, phenomenal. Only the mosquitoes. <laughs> Yeah, I did come home with bug bites. <laughs> You're like, oh, but it's hot here. They Why? Were, dry yeah, heat. They weren't like the Iowa um No, bugs. they weren't. They were not crazy itchy. I did not get, um, you know, I sometimes have to take ibuprofen because they get like inflamed. I have to take like Claritin and, and uh, allergy medicine. So it's right. I didn't like wake up yeah. itchy, itchy. So maybe they weren't mosquitoes. Who knows? Yeah, maybe it was like little baby gnats or something. Who knows? Anyways, <laughs> that was probably the only thing that I would change is... You know, coming home with, you know, more bug spray, medium, you know, annoyance bugs, which was probably fine, you know. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it was incredible. So, our mastermind has around 50 people in it. Um, Half of 
more or less half of the masterminders were able to come join us in person, which was great because some of these masterminders we've worked with since the beginning of product boss conception, I feel yeah. like. Oh my um, gosh. Um, I, I had to stop and think if I even had met them before. That's how, how much I felt like I already knew them. Yeah. There are certain people in our mastermind that feel like family just because we've grown with them. They've grown with us. We've been together forever, but only virtually through the screen. This is pre-pandemic Zoom calls, my friends. So pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were new masterminders that you know had just signed up and everyone in between. So it really was amazing to bring people together. So first I want to say that one of the biggest things, well, when we showed up, my mom kept asking me, so what's happening? What's happening at the thing? What are you guys doing? I was like, I mm-hmm. don't know. She's like, what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> it's like, we have a team for that now, mom. Um, and so that's one of the things I think you and I walked for personally that we walked away with, with that we've built this incredible team. We have a team of 12 now that are individuals, not like agencies that we work with. And when we came, they had all the stuff ready. They had shipped it all in. You and I didn't have to think like, did UPS deliver X, Y, Z? And they had the staging and ev- and the food was ordered. It was just, it was amazing that you and I got to walk into our own event without having to be worried about our own event. Yeah. We didn't have to worry about the details, you know? So we went in and we were proactive pretty much about making sure that um, it was the vision that we had mm-hmm. for it. So our team member, um, who is our second in charge, Lauren, she ran the whole ship, her and um, and Jennifer, who is essentially, I don't know, like an executive assistant of sorts, but much, much more than that. She does. She's a jack of all trades, master of everything. And so she really supported all of us in it. And so throughout the whole time, you know, Lauren really kept us on track. She said, what are the what, here's the schedule. What are you thinking about food? What are you thinking about decor? What do you want the vibe to be? Um, you know, here's what I'm thinking about decorations. Do you approve? Do you not approve? And then down to the trainings, you know, like here's the schedule, here's the um, layout. And we we formatted the days according to how we wanted the the trainings to unfold. We wanted and the experience so, for that. Yeah. The experience to be a a specific way. So all of it was very intentional. And, but when we got there, we were not stuck in the weeds of it. We still were able to focus on the big vision of it all and the transformation that we wanted everybody to have when they came to the in-person event uh, versus like Jacqueline said, did UPS deliver, you know, the notebooks that we ordered? you know, we didn't have Mm -hmm. to worry about that sort of thing. Yeah. And, you know, we really wanted to model this for our masterminders because they are, a lot of times we tell you all you're the boss of your business, but at a certain point, we want to start to level up, especially our masterminders, their mindset to becoming CEOs of their business. Right. Mm -hmm. And as the CEO, like you are able to have the vision of the company, they've earned that right to be able to take time off during the day if they want, right, have a team member do what they need them to do and that they get to vision for what they want their business to look like, what they want their team to look like, what they want their own personal lives to look like. And so I think, you know, this was um, coming out of the pandemic and us not being together, growing our team, growing our own business and same with our masterminders. It was really great because you and I got to step into full-on visionary intention. We were like, this is the transformation we want them to have we built slides and the trainings and worked through them and built them over and over, really trying to hone in on this experience that we wanted them to have. And that was also gathered from in-person events that we had gone to, that we took pieces of that and said, okay, we liked this. We didn't like this. We loved that there was coffee available all day at one event we went to. So there was coffee available 
all the coffee and syrups and oat milk and almond milk. I mean, I think we all need coffee, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and beverages because we're big on beverages over here at the product class. But, you know, and so that was one of the things we wanted to model. So if you're out there listening and your business is doing well, you're, you're generating the kind of revenue, you're profitable, you're growing your team. It's really important to start stepping out of, like Mina said, the weeds of it all, right? Like we're not as you cannot run a business if you're in all the the little details, right? And our goal, and we did this, we shifted so many mindsets for masterminders at this event because they went from that, that idea of thinking they had to do it all, or there was no possible way to hire or really level up. And a big, a lot of, um, our masterminders that are like higher in revenue, it was the idea of also taking a day off or taking time off to kick your feet up and do whatever you want. And so that, that was a big mindset shift for across the board for our masterminders. A hundred percent. I mean, for a lot of them, it's like they they felt a little bit guilty, right? Do you feel guilty for having your team do it and you're not a part of it? Do you feel guilty because you're standing there and you're having your team, you know, get you coffee or something? But the the what it comes down to is that exactly what Jacqueline is saying, where you know you've earned that right. But on top of it, this business would not exist without you. You know, it wouldn't exist without you. So now it gets to exist without you in the day to day. You know. So that really was the mindset shift that we are having people undergo. It, we chipped away at it. We started with mindset and we moved to trainings on hiring. And, um, you know, right before we were co- coming into the in-person, I will say that when we were visioning what this in-person could be, it, we... It, we started to, I don't know, I started feeling like I was getting a little bit lost in it because you start to see what other people are doing. You see the conferences they're having, the their setup they have, the beautiful decor, whatever it ends up being, and you get influenced by all these different things and you start comparing. This is the same that happens with having an in-person event that happens when you're building a business. You get influenced and you're like, they're building this business or you know, this person's building that business. But then when it comes down to it, when it happens, you know, is it aligned with what you want? And the in-person mastermind was exactly how I wanted it to be, you know? And I think that it was it in the most beautiful non-conferency looking place. No, it had carpet that was a conference room, but it was beautiful. And it was spectacular as far as the transformations, the education, the, you know, um, knowledge that we were giving everybody, the connections we were having them make with each other and with us. And the bonds were amazing. And then there, it was in a place where they had a hot tub and a pool and they had what they called hot tub conversations. And we were not even a part of those. So all of it really unfolded the way that I was like, this is exactly how it was beyond my wildest dreams when it came to the team executing Mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah. I mean, this is, we had five team members fly in and several of them, it was right after we, we haven't met them in real life. Um, I've, well, some I've met of them. Couple, yeah. I've met a couple more people just because of all the places I traveled to, but you know, it was great to be able to be with them. And it felt like family. It felt like our team had always been together, even though there were mm-hmm. new team members there. Um, there were team members that have been with us, like as we built this, but it just felt like we all got it. And one of the biggest things I'll tell you as you're all building your businesses, and this is something Mina and I have worked on is, and really clarified on, we always kind of knew it, but we didn't have it written down was our values. So yeah. what are the values of your that company? Was one of the things that we didn't go over in the mastermind and it kind of popped into my head. Literally, we share the same brain. I say this all the time, believe it or not. 
Um, I had an interview with Johanna Porter. She's Porter Supply Company. And she was saying one of her biggest takeaways from last week was the time off and the building on the team. Like she's hiring, she said, um, three times more people right now than she was before. And I, it stopped me kind of almost in my brain that I thought, okay, that's perfect. That was a transformation we wanted was for them to up-level themselves, be the visionary, and then the team would handle the day-to-day weeds. But we skipped over, and it wasn't time enough time for it, of the values part. Of as you're hiring in these next few weeks and three times the amount of people that you have currently, you have to go back to the sit-down mode as visionary and put down on paper and document your values. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Mina and I wrote our values um, actually at a mastermind that we're a part of. That was something that we had not created yet or, or shared with our team or, you know, um, gone through. But what I will say, um, we, we, we had them loosely, but yeah. we didn't have them as on paper documented to hire against and to fire against. Right. You know? What I'll say though, and when Mina mentioned earlier, like someone get your coffee, she said it as yeah. like, get my coffee. But what we actually mean, <laughs> <laughs> which if you hired an executive assistant and that was their role and you needed a coffee every day as you were starting, it's okay to hire. Yeah, them. absolutely. But you're paying that person. <laughs> yeah. It's part of the job description, right? No. But what I want to say that that actually in our business from a value perspective is kind of like you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You get me coffee, I'll get you coffee. Yeah, so yeah. We are very much a family in our community and our um in our team where we t- we core values are family. There's a lot of mothers or soon to be mothers or people that really value their family and their time with that. So that's a core value. So where we are going to step up for each other if someone's kid is homesick and they can't, you know, get to work on time or they can't do their thing. Um so one of our team members had to change her flight because she had childcare issues. And I think we paid for the the flight change, right? It was like, this stuff happens. Another side is like taking care of each other. So as a team, we value coffee, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, it's like some of our team members know exactly what Mina and I drink. So for that coffee bar, they had syrups because they know that we like syrups and they had almond milk and oat milk and regular milks and things like that. But it was also like, Hey, everyone needs a coffee. Let's all order it and get, someone's going to run out and get it. Mina and I, we ran to Staples to cover stuff for them. We ran and took stuff to the shipping company because they were busy doing other things. So we're kind of the kind of company where there's not this hierarchy where we're not going to do things. If our team can handle it, they're going to handle it. But if we need to step in, we have no problem also lifting a box or grabbing everyone else coffee for downstairs, like by the coffee place. Right. So I think you, you as a, as the boss of your business will decide what kind of company you have. Right. Right. And it's not like barking orders or anything like that. I do think that people, that's where their guilt stems from is that they feel like they're not doing anything though. They feel like they can't ask to get their coffee, someone to get their coffee, but it is where, um, us running to Staples was one, one thousandth of the things that were happening that day from our mm-hmm. team. Yep. So while we were doing well, yeah, we ran to Staples, we weren't in the weeds at all. And so, you know, as you step up as a CEO of your business, and I say CEO because now we're talking 250, you know, 500, 1 million, multiple million dollar business, you really have to get into that mindset of you are paying that team and you have the responsibility of that team to, um, 
pay their pay their wages, you know, and they don't have to worry about it. So whether or not the values and that sort of thing, that is in our business, the family thing. And it, it come, you know, family and creativity ended up being the two common threads that everybody in our mastermind had. But I will tell you that you have to let go of the guilt mm-hmm. of that you have to be doing something because your team member is. They have their own role, and oftentimes it is something as minuscule or, you know, I mean, it gets its perspective. How important is the coffee? You know, I would say pretty darn important. I mean, you know? the product class wouldn't exist had it not been yeah. fueled. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think don't feel guilty about the fact that, you know, you have to do your part of the thing because you've done your part. You've done your part. You pay the bills. Yeah. That was a huge shift um, for our masterminders where we were like, we, it was sort of one thing we opened up permission for was to take time off during the week, but not to fill that time with more work. It was actually truly to take time off and you should have seen the faces. Oh my goodness. When we looked around (laughs) that room, they were like, they were like in shock. Like, what do you mean? And I'll just say we had a masterminder really proud of her and all the things that she's changed, but she had a $4 million company and went to work every day. And her son, she was teaching her son how to raise or to run the business, just an incredible business on Etsy and on Shopify. Um, she had bought herself a Mercedes convertible mm-hmm. and she would not drive this Mercedes to work because she was embarrassed of how she would look to the people working for her. Embarrassed, ashamed, felt guilty about it. All these feelings around Feelings, it. right? She had worked so hard all those hours and days and months and all her money and, you know, all the things that she'd done and was able to treat herself to something that sat in a garage. And we were talking about it and we're like, how many of us in the next time you all go to a corporate building, an office building, a doctor's office building, there will be signs in the prime parking spots. It says this spot is is reserved for Dr. So-and-so guy, you know, or Mm -hmm. like CEO person. Um, Even at our kid's school, the principal who we have a, a female principal has her own parking employee spot. of the month, which yeah. is you, obviously, every single time. <laughs> yeah, you all win employee of the month. We're giving that to you. You win. So the idea was like, not only did she not have a sign in front of the building that she owned that she could park her car in, she wouldn't drive the car she bought herself because yeah, she was would not drive it. Mm-mm. And that was a huge mindset shift where we had to really say, like, could you drive it? So we ended up coaching her on Fridays that Fridays she would drive that car, even if she didn't take it to work. And we said, what would you do if you were able to take a Friday off? Like, what would you do? And she's like, I'd take my two dogs in the car, top down, and I would just drive to a park with them. I'd just drive around with them. We're like, then you need to do it and you need to text us when you do. And so that was an example that we gave. And so when we went around the room in the mastermind in person, you know, one person said, I'd love to just get into my bed in the middle of the day and watch Netflix. I was like, I will be right there with you. I would love to do that. Sounds like a dream, right? It is a now- d- the dream that I do all the time. <laughs> I wish I was living your Sounds life. Sounds like over yesterday's there. schedule. <laughs> Mina knows her. Mina also really knows her body well and what she needs, and so she will take a nap in the middle of the day because her body needs it. Right? Some of us, like me, will push through and end up in adrenal fatigue. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't push through. Um, it's because I value sleep a lot, you know, and I know that sleep at the core of everything is the thing that improves your life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it's a, you know, people feel guilty about it, but that's like my medicine, you know? So, so someone else said, um, Kate, who's in our mastermind said, 
I think I want to take off Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. So what would so she funny. say? Well, because we gave the example of our other mastermind who said Fridays, right? Everybody was like, okay. We were like, okay, what would you do on that Friday that where we give you permission? Let's take it off. Let's share some of your dreams. She, We get to her and she's like, well, really, I want to take off Wednesdays. It was great because she's really thinking about this, right? She's thinking about what day it's going to be on and we're granting her permission for whatever day. It doesn't have to be a Friday. And then she said, well, I really want to start taking Wednesdays off, but I'm afraid that if I do it, I'll never come back to working on Wednesdays. And I looked her straight in the eye and I said, that's the point. (laughs) So she ended up, what's so funny is that we ended up coming back home on Thursdays, most of us, because um, last week was, we had Monday, Tuesday as the mastermind. And then, you know, um, Thursday was travel, or Tuesday, Wednesday was the mastermind and then in-person mastermind. And Thursday was the travel day. Well, she ended up switching instead of Wednesday to Friday so she could have that day off sooner, took the entire day off and loved it. Hey, product boss. Okay, this is for you. The other day, we got a message from Lolly asking us if we had a referral for a great inventory management software to help track raw goods and on-hand products that were ready to sell. And you know what we told Lolly? We sure do. Not only do we have a resource for inventory management software, but we have over 308 other business tools and resources that will help you effectively run your product-based business. Now, this ranges from packaging and printing supplies, affiliate management, website and email software, legal resources, video and photo tools, and so much more. You will have everything you need to grow your dream product business today and at no cost to you. Yep, this is totally free and you can download the Product Boss Ultimate Resource Guide right now by heading to theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Again, that's theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Now back to the show. So the point here was like, and you can all see it's a mindset shift where we feel like we have to be in the office or our, 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 um, employees or team members are going to say, well, what are they doing? Yeah. But I, I use the example of when you worked for somebody else and your boss wasn't there, did you say, what is my boss doing? Imagine there was no social media back in the day, right? Boss is out golfing during the day, right? Yeah. Boss is boss and can do, you know, <laughs> business is done on the golf They're making golf connections on the golf <laughs> course business is where done. the deals were done back in the day. You know where my deals are done? Over coffee, maybe a little uh-huh. Pilates, walk, walking and talking, you know, like mm-hmm. they don't even have to be deals, but that's what we assumed. Yeah. So we, we were saying, do you sit, you as employees go back to employee brain and say, did I sit around thinking like, why is my boss not here? Or did I just think my boss was doing what my boss needed to do? I would be mostly like, thank God my boss is not here. Yeah, same, <laughs> actually. <laughs> yeah, it was actually the opposite. I didn't care what they were doing. Thank goodness they took an extra long lunch. I don't have to deal with, you know, not that I don't didn't love my bosses, but you know, like I was around my bosses a lot. You had to act very different when bosses were around yeah. versus working like more at ease when they weren't there. Yes, exactly. I could just do me, you know? And so, I mean, you have to pick the right, you know, I got work done, believe me. So it wasn't like when my boss was not around, you know, our values. You took naps. Did... You didn't take naps under the desk. <laughs> no, no, I did not. Though, if only they do take naps during the workday in Japan to be more productive, know. you know, and it's a different culture thing. America is all about hustle culture, work until you die and never take vacation days. So we... During this Unless time. you're under 30 now and they take all their vacation days. <laughs> no offense, but we've yeah. got sisters. <laughs> yeah. So this one, most of us were in the camp of that it felt foreign. It felt weird to take that day off. It felt even weird. I, I actually asked for a raise of hands during the in-person mastermind. 
and this is one of the takeaways too, is that, you know, who, who of all of you felt like you were taken care of? right? Because that was one of the big goals of our team was that we wanted everybody at this in-person experience to feel something. We wanted them to feel transformed, but we also wanted them to feel taken care of. And they were like, we've just been so blown away, blah, blah, blah. Like they loved our team. I mean, it was phenomenal. We were able to raise up our team and really put them into the spotlight and it felt so good, you know? And then um, I, I also asked, well, how many of you felt how did you feel to be taken care of? And a lot of them said it felt very weird. It felt foreign for somebody else to be thinking for me or somebody else to be taking care of me, right? And so I think that as women, we we carry a big burden. We think we have to do everything. We have to, we think we have to do it quickly. We we think that we have to do it without um acknowledgement, you know, like, oh, you're this is just your role. You take care of the house. You take care of the kids. You cook the meals. You set up all the events. You have this team. You pay their bills. And then also, you make sure that they can see you working. You know, you're the superwoman. But it is so, it's such a myth, right? And so the whole thing was about permission and about really acknowledging that, you know, the feeling of that you uh, should have a team take care of you and vice versa. And you are taking care of them because you're paying their bills. You're paying them. You're putting food on their table. You're sustaining that job for them. And they have to work in order to pay their bills as well. And you're, it's like, um, it's a relationship of sorts. You yeah. Know? And you know, this is another point, um, was that when we worked for somebody else, did you think, I hope they're going to be able to pay my bill or pay my salary. Like, did you no, think like- No, I didn't worry about that at all. No, you it, thought your boss had it under control. Yeah. Right? And that the money was in the account to come out and go into your account in your paycheck. And so the thing is, is we as business owners overthink all of it versus realizing that people who work for you, they don't, they're, they just, they want to get paid. They want to yeah. do their job. They want to yeah. be acknowledged. I got paid on Fridays. Yeah. And I, all I cared about was- where am I going to cash my check? <laughs> and when is the weekend coming? Yes. <laughs> and then, the, you know, the way to have, um, when you do align with your values and you do build a business and a company culture, that's a whole other conversation. But the big thing that we realized that we needed to help our masterminders across the board, we had $3 million business in there, $5 million business. They too needed this mindset shift was taking time for themselves, not filling it with more work, Right being okay with having a team do things for them. Um, another thing that we worked on, my life coach, Stacey came and we worked on threads, which were really understanding like our values in action and personally, like what mattered to us and did the things we didn't, didn't life align with that. And I think a lot of people found some incredible connection back to themselves because we get so spun out in work. Um, as she said, it was the the thing was called woven and about your threads in your life. And she said, a lot of us, if you imagine our lives like fabric, it's tattered and torn and there's holes and it's like fraying at the edges. A lot of us feel like we're fraying at the edges. And so this was something to like tighten the weave, to come back to say, when I'm making decisions, when I'm making choices, when I'm living my life, am I aligned with the things that are truly important to me and only me? It's irrelevant to even our spouses, right? This is mm -hmm. what's important to us as individuals. And I think we lose that really easily. Yeah. We lose it because we're, we think our, we are businesses just like we think that we're our marriage, you know? 
So when you're building a business, because you spend so much time there and you get your validation through your business and, you know, all these different things, and you start to realize that, yes, it contributes to my life, but that's not who I am. That's not my complete identity. That's not where all my happiness comes from, you know? And so then you have to circle back to yourself. And, and I think that this year people are especially more in tune with that because of the way the world is. They realize that, you know, while they are building these businesses and they're hitting these amazing revenue goals or, you know, hitting these different challenges, a lot of what life is, is about connection and about like connection to yourself too, you know? So, and then, you know, coming back to that often, um, because it is really hard. Like when times get hard, you, you know, that's what oftentimes why people quit their businesses is because it gets really hard and they have nothing to connect to, you -hmm. know? Yeah. And that's some of the other work we did. We did some reflection to go back to why they started, how they made it to where they made it. Because all of you listening, you're starting a business, you've been in business, you've scaled a really profitable, great business, wherever you are on that path, there's a reason you started and there's a reason you made your first sale and then your next sale and all the sales that follow. So sometimes we have to go back and reflect. So we did that. We did reflection on what their secret sauce, their special part of them was. We reflected on some mindset and aligning with values and where, where we are, like, how do we feel? And then we did the threads. We did a sound bowl experience, which was mm-hmm. incredible. And yeah. And that was all in day one. So believe it or not. One. Yeah. Day one was all about what Jacqueline said. Overall, if I were to put a, a name to it, it was all about mindset. Yeah. So basically we had to, in order for you to learn anything at any, any sort of thing, your mind has to be open to it. So a lot of times we come in with our I don't know, our own mindsets, you know, like we come to the drawing board and we're like, okay, we're coming together. We're going to Phoenix. We're going to meet all these people. And you have a mindset of this is what I wanted to learn. And this is what's going to happen or, or all these different things. And you have to be like open to whatever that experience is going to allow for you. So for a lot of people, they were coming in with, I'm feeling really tired or I'm feeling depleted, or I'm feeling, um, like I've tried everything or, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I don't know, like all these different things. So basically we basically had to shake them to their core on day one and allow for them the permission by seeing each other, give themselves permission and each other permission to open up to the fact that they could possibly be the CEO and visionary and not be in the weeds, you yeah. know? And otherwise you're always going to hit that wall at the beginning of, oh, I have to do it. You know, listen, some people are coachable, some are not. Um, And in our mastermind, it's about, we, we want people who are go-getters, but truly though, in our mastermind, if you're a go-giver, so it's the idea of support, it's the idea of of Mm -hmm. sharing um, collaboration. If someone has a, a problem, whether it's personal or financial or business related, like you step up and you support them and they do the same thing as well as Mina and I facilitating the mastermind and coaching and teaching. Cause we have monthly trainings that we teach. We coach, there's the live, there's the masterminding amongst everyone virtually. Um, we do, uh, you know, quarterly trainings that are like a little bit more in depth or reflective, sort of a little bit aligned with what we did in person. But in person, we were able to go deep. And there was even one mastermind that told us on the first day that she got there the day before, saw everybody was at the pool, told her husband she was going to get back on the plane and leave. She was mm-hmm. so uncomfortable in getting out of her own space of meeting people in real life, even though we see each other weekly online and um, was going to leave. 
she had, and I was so glad, had one of the most transformative changes from the day where she was caught in tears almost the whole day, I feel like, to after the sound bowl experience, walked out like a different person smiling. And then the next Mm -hmm. day where we did kind of more of the business work, we talked about team and hiring and operations. We talked about marketing and really interesting ways to market. We've got into the normal nitty gritty of business building. She was open and receptive, but had changed. And that's yeah. what we knew knowing our group. We knew that we needed to, to shift mindset in one way to open up to the possibility. And the things that they've done in the last week since they left are incredible. Incredible. You know, I incredible. mean, so incredible. They've hired, they've fired, they've shifted, they've raised prices. They've, they're, they're listing for hiring They're You know, their minds are different. They're like, no more. Am I going to do this? They've taken time off. It's just incredible. The transformation that happened within two days together. I mean, so incredible. You know, I think you hit the nail on the head when you, um, so in group coaching, for example, um, group coaching is different because you're looking for guidance right? Guidance and resources a lot of times. The mastermind is so different. Being in a mastermind is what exactly what Jacqueline said is support. But it's oftentimes where women and a lo- all of us, to be honest. And there are, they're all people are in our mastermind. Yeah. All people. So, yeah, like so men, all women, of us, non-binary, all of, us. All of it. Yeah. yeah. We're not used to asking for support, nor are we even used to feeling supported in the ways, right? So a lot of times, like when you're in the right groups and you're with like-minded people, they will hold space for you. They'll push you in certain directions. They'll support you in ways, maybe just by listening, by being there, by being next to you in the sound bowl, you know, experience. That's just an example. But you get the idea of, you know, you learn to feel more in tune with the ways that you would need and want to be supported in your life and in your business. And that is exactly what a mastermind is. They cry with you. They laugh with you. They um, hold they space you for you. when you're down. Yeah, all of it. Or they, you know, or they simply just, are, you know, know what you're going through. You know, you feel akin to them. So I think that having that support is so important especially right now. And that was, we got to feel that support in person, which was why it was so special and so powerful. You know, like it literally was feeling somebody there, you know, their presence without them having to even say anything. Um, And that really is like, you get to feel that support even in, in the quiet of it all. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about it, and this is what we asked everyone to do is because 50% of the mastermind couldn't make it in person, but these people had bonded. It was take that feeling, that love for each other, that excitement about the experience and go back and share that with those of our friends that couldn't make it live. And we're going to see this group bonded more. And then there's new people coming into the mastermind. We've got a few spots available right now. Um, but it's this idea of having this group because what everyone realized And so my friends out there that are like, you know what, your ears are peaked. You're making over 250,000, 500,000, 750, a million, multiple millions. And you think, I feel alone. I feel very alone running this business. And I wish there was a map on how to do it. I wish there was like people I could go to to ask questions about when I'm going through stuff. And that's why we set a revenue level for a mastermind, because it has to be people that are experiencing very similar things mm-hmm. and growth in their business. When growth we have to hire, and like-mindedness. Like-mindedness. Yeah. We're very specific. We have an application. Um, this is not a program for people that are like a Hail Mary. I'm going to shut my doors if something doesn't work. Right. This is for people who are looking to grow their businesses. We have a few people right now 
acquiring other companies. We have people that Mm -hmm. are thinking about selling their companies. There's some really big moves happening. And the thing here is that- Big, scary moves. (laughs) Scary and exciting. (laughs) But people- As business owners, a lot of times when we're growing a small business and we have like maybe one one person, that person is the dump ball for everything as well as personal. And so sometimes when we're making decisions in our businesses, we're like, should we do that? Should I raise prices? Like you go to your assistant or the one or two people that are working with you and you try and ask them really big strategic questions that they're going to come at it with their they own advice. They have no idea. But they don't know. Right. And they might they be They have a different too. lens. Yeah. So by having a mastermind group and Mina and I as expert coaches that are there also to coach and to collaborate with. And um, our team. And our team, because our because you also all got access to our team. Like a lot of people are meeting with Lauren and Kadri who are in charge of operations as they're hiring and really trying to figure things out. Um, you can come to like a board of directors or a panel or people who are there for you the CEO, the boss of your business's best interest and your business's best interest, and that it's not conversations that you need to be having with people who work for you. So I think that's another really big shift of having high-level people that have grown businesses, whether they're more advanced than you or they have certain expertise. Because the cool thing about our mastermind is everyone comes from a different background. We have people that have worked in corporate. We have people that have worked for really, really big companies um, in the e-commerce space. And they're able to come in, even if their business is smaller than your business, but they're like, hey, when I was buying for this huge business, this is what we looked for. And then they share it. And so it's just like a shortcut. Right now we have people that are getting into Target, people who Mm -hmm. are getting into Macy's, people who are getting into, um, or that they're already working with Pottery Barn. So there are some mega moves happening in this mastermind that then it's shared amongst the group. So when another opportunity comes for you, you're, you can ask people and say like, oh, what did you do? Oh, I'd like to get a mm-hmm. call set up with Target. How did you go about that? Right. And they share. It's not like a networking event. It's not like a networking event where it's like, hey, I'll give you my contact. So I want you to go back to what Jacqueline was saying, where she said, it is for you. Mm-hmm. for you. So a lot of times we feel lonely and we think it's our team that we can turn to or we think it's our, you know, our our spouses. But really what it comes down to is that you have to find the group of like-minded people that you can share those experiences with and those problems and those, you know, challenges that you're having and those opportunities because if you try to share it with your team, and they're, they don't have the same worries as you, that sort of thing, you still feel lonely, right? So because your life is much bigger than that problem or the opportunity or all those different things. And, and it's much bigger than you feel, feeling alone in that moment and having somebody talk to talk to. It's, it's your, this is your life, you know? Mm-hmm. So having a group of people, a mastermind, and getting to be part of their lives too, getting to feel like that's like, holy moly, like somebody getting into Target and somebody getting into um, Pottery Barn Kids and somebody, you know, getting featured on the Today Show, getting to experience that with them um, is it, just a whole nother level of you living your life you know, compared to being alone and, and trying to just solve the problems with your team. Yeah. You know, and blowing your own mind of like, Ooh, that is possible. Right. So many times we don't, we're not connected enough with with most of us don't Mm -hmm. know a business owner of products that are doing really well that we can learn from. Right. Nobody knows. Figuring this out on our own. (laughs) 
Good luck, everyone. (laughs) No, it's true. That's what Johanna was saying earlier. I just did the interview. I know brought her up a couple of times because it literally was two hours ago, was that she was like, I even am in a community of makers. So she's in a community of makers and she's like, but none of them were doing the same level that I was doing. And she felt bad about it you know? So for her to be able to think about it for herself, you know, like we say for you, what are the things that you need, right? Because you're building this life for you, you know, for the thing, the reasons why you're doing the things that you're doing to stay motivated, to care for your family, to care for your team, all these different things to make an impact to, you know, the business facilitates that. So, but if you aren't in the right rooms, virtual rooms, groups, whatever, like-minded people, and you're not able to share experiences with other people as well as, you know, be a part of their experiences, then you'll just stay a a lot of times where you are because you're influenced by, you're the average of the five people you're among, you know, you're influenced by those particular people, whether you want to be or not, and you influence them. So unless you up-level that in some sort of way, it's really, really, really hard to, change or adapt in any sort of way to, um, like elevating the way you live life, you know? Yeah. I read an article about parenting and like, uh-huh. and the, the whole article, and I'm going to butcher this a little bit. The article was like, does it matter? Like where you raise your kids, right? Is it nature versus nurture? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that pointed out was a lot of it is nurture, like the community. So there was this one study of this one town that, there was a high amount of women that owned patents. They had created and invented and owned patents. And then the likelihood of the girls growing up to also have their own patents was much higher. Wow. So, yeah. So depending on the communities in which we raise our children and what they're surrounded by is going to influence the choices that they make. Like, let's say you grow up in a town that all the kids are going to college, then you're mm-hmm. going to grow up thinking, I'm going to go to college. But if you grow in a town where like there aren't people going to college, then it's going to be less likely that everyone's influenced by each other. Yeah. And I was thinking about that in terms of our mastermind and being surrounded by big thinkers, high level thinkers, people showing you that they can do certain things while blending it, you know, mm-hmm. with children. High thinkers, but from diverse backgrounds. But yeah. Every race, every place, every gender, every, you know, every, it's such a global community. People. Yeah, Yeah. global community, but like-minded in the way of doing incredibly big things and blending that together. Mm -hmm. So So that's the thing I think like is so important about being a part of groups. So whether you are at the level yet for the mastermind or you're in one of our, you know, Facebook groups, you are a multi-stream machine student, you join the accelerator, you're just here listening to the podcast. That's the first step in terms of getting with like-minded people that are going to expand what we know and what we could believe is possible for ourselves. So I think what I want to just let all of you know is that we're heading, if you're listening to this in real time, we're heading into July, which is a really big time in our mastermind where we're going to powwow and vision and, um, plan for the rest of the year. Um, it's a time that Mina and I really support. it's the first month of the quarter too, yeah. which is when we really dig in. Yeah. We dig in pretty deep into the first quarters, um, of each quarter. And so we're making over $250,000 a year yes, yes. to multiple millions because there, we have across the board several in, in each different area of masterminders within our group. Um, and we have a few spots available right now. We are accepting applications for review. So if you're into this, head to the productbossmastermind.com 
fill out an application. You'll jump on a call with our scaling specialist to make sure that this is the right fit for you and the right fit in this mastermind. Um, and it's, it's never too late to start in this year. It's, incredibly important that you all find that support as we go through the end of the year together, as the economy is changing and things are just changing in general. I think it's that time when you Because life is happening. You don't want to be alone going through this <laughs> on your own. And we want to be there with you every step of the way. So head to the productclassmastermind.com, get in an application. If you're listening to this sometime in the future, we are always accepting applications. And if there is a spot available and you're the right fit, we will get back to you and have our scaling specialist jump on a call with you. So we invite all of you to apply. And if you have questions, you can always DM us at the product boss on Instagram or send an email to team at the Thanks, everybody. Hope to see your application in there. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the product boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the Shop One in Five Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shoponeinfive.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com.